Who am I? You sure you want to know? The story of my life is not for the faint of heart. If someone said it was a happy little tale... Uh, Satsu? Yeah? What are you doing? Nothing. Well, anyway, welcome to Spider-Man Month. Hello everybody and welcome to the final episode of Spider-Man Month. My name's Satsunami and swinging by one last time is the one and only Amazing Andrew. Andrew, welcome back. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be concluding the Spider-Man month with this final episode. Yeah, can you believe it's been five episodes already? I know, longest longest month ever. Month and a bit. I always say these are themed months, like especially with the Sonic month, the Terminator month, and the Halo month, but there's always that one extra episode that we have to fit in, and that of course is the trivia episode, which fortunately, I have to say, Andrew, you have avoided my crosshairs when it came to these kind of episodes. Usually it's Adam and I fighting to the death over true or false questions, but yeah, are you ready for some quizzing today? Yeah, I'm excited. Throw what you've got at me. Before we go on and before we do talk about the trivia, as it were, behind Spider-Man, how confident are you and your knowledge of the Spider-Man franchise. It's kind of mixed. I know some really obscure facts about Spider-Man, but like my actual general knowledge isn't fantastic, I don't think, on Spider-Man. So I'm interested in what you have for me. Because don't get me wrong, you're not going to get any obscure facts. Like, does Spider-Man have a dad called George Binks? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, like I know that. I know what Spider-Man's dad's called. If that's the first question, I'll be in good hands. Okay, you know what his dad's called, but what is his mum called? How dare you? Everyone knows that no one cares about Mary Parker. <laughs> I can't believe that, that we had to look that up. It's one of those things where, like, if you don't know what we're talking about, please feel free to listen to the Amazing Spider-Man episode where we discuss this in further detail, but that was definitely one of those moments where you just stopped and you kind of thought, huh, I really don't know what that character's name is. But of course, throughout this month, we have indeed talked about the Raimi trilogy, we've talked about the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy, oh sorry, the Amazing Spider-Man duology, would you call that? Would you call a film that's only got two films? A failure. (laughs) Oh, you would get a job in the Daily Bugle, no problem. That's all I'm saying. And of course, we talked about Spider-Man and the MCU, and I ended up subjecting Craig to quite possibly one of his last chats in anime episodes with Japanese Spider-Man. So out of curiosity, what has your favourite episode been so far during this month? Ooh, that's tough. I think that our Amazing Spider-Man episode was probably my favorite. We've had some really good discussions on both the Raimi and the MCU episodes as well. So it's, it's a tough one. It's like trying to pick your favorite Spider-Man in general. But I think the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man episodes are my favorites. I would definitely say the Raimi and the Amazing Spider-Man films were interesting to look at. Because as we said before, it was kind of cool to see a world where it's almost like looking at their own version of the multiverse. <laughs> where Marvel wasn't successful. But it, it was kind 
kind of cool looking back on the history of the general franchise and how superhero films weren't as prevalent and then Spider-Man kicks down the door and says, yo, what up? As the cool kids say. Yeah, it was interesting to see how it kind of fit into place in this new, I suppose, generation of superhero films. But yeah, without any further ado, let's jump into what we're going to be doing today. So as I said at the beginning, I am going to ask you, Andrew, a set of 10 questions and you're going to have to tell me whether these are true or false. If anybody at home would like to play along, please feel free to. You know the drill by now. Get your notepads out, get your pens out and yeah, we'll be going through each question. What I will be asking, Andrew, is to show your work. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know why you're saying true or false. See, in all honesty, is there any particular areas of Spider-Man that you think you're not going to be as knowledgeable about? I think the video games, I didn't really, if we're diving into any of the Spider-Man video games, I know that we've, this Spider-Man month has been exclusively the movie franchises, so I'm pretty familiar with that, but if we do discuss any of the video games or some of the comic books, then I think I'll struggle, but more so the video games, I I didn't play any of them actually, so. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they always came out for consoles that I didn't have I think they were PlayStation exclusive well the Marvel Spider-Man that came out initially for the PlayStation 4 has actually come out on PC now oh interesting and that is definitely a game I would highly recommend it is absolutely fantastic I know we've got off of the side tangent here but I genuinely would recommend that game if you're going to play any Spider-Man game in your life it is the quintessential Spider-Man game my partner's sister does have a PS5 and both of the newest Spider-Man games so I might check it out sometime if she she lets me have a go but yeah I would like to, to play them because they look like interesting games so what you're saying is we need to plan a chat so heist to get the <laughs> PlayStation and <laughs> play the game something like that yeah so yeah without any further ado I am away right now to book my tickets to Canada so we can plan this heist and yeah we will be right back after these messages bring me questions about Spider-Man welcome to Shatsunami a variety podcast that discusses topics from gaming and films to anime and general interests. Previously on Chatsunami, we've analysed what makes a good horror game, conducted a retrospective on Pierce Brosnan's runs James Bond, and listened to us take deep dives into both the Sonic and Halo franchises. Also, if you're an anime fan, then don't forget to check us out on our sub-series, Chatsunani, where we dive into the world of anime. So far, we've reviewed things like Death Note, Princess Mononoke, and the hit Beyblade series. If that sounds like your cup of tea, then you can check us out on Spotify iTunes and all good podcast apps. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated. Hello, my name's Alan. And my name's Robin. And we together broadcast Radio Leaving 372. It's a podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely garbage at this. Hello, my name's Alan. And I'm Rowan. And this is Radio Leaving 372. A podcast from our pub shed in our garden, the Debuckety Scooty. And we're available across all the platforms that you listen to your podcast on. So join in and listen to our inane banter. Thanks for listening. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Zencaster. If you're a podcaster that records remotely like me, then you'll know how challenging it can be to create the podcast you've always wanted. That's where Zencaster comes in. Before I met Zencaster, I was but a naive podcaster, recording on low quality, one-track audio waves. <laughs> 
but with Zencaster, you can kiss those fears goodbye as they provide crystal clear audio and HD video. Plus, with our all-in-one podcasting suite, recording with guests is extremely simple. From local recordings to post-production, Zencaster has it all. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code CHATSUNAMI. You'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. So, Andrew, are you ready for some Spider-Man trivia? Yeah, show me what you got. Okay, so here is question one, and this is from the Sam Raimi films. So, see if you get this one. When Peter Parker gets his powers in the 2002 film, there's a scene where he saves Mary Jane from slipping in the cafeteria. According to the behind the scenes commentary, they actually did that scene 156 times until McGuire could catch all of the falling food rather than use CGI. Now, is this true or false? I certainly think some of that is true because I think I've heard something along those lines, but like that seems overly excessive. I'm going to go true. I feel like Raimi is weird enough that he would have gone through that entire that whole thing. You going with true? I'm going with true. It is true. Well done. It was 156 times until... That shit. I have to admit, that absolutely blew my mind when I first found out about this fact because I was like, are you serious? Apparently, I think some of the food stuffs had magnets at the bottom, maybe. I could be wrong in that. I'm not 100% sure. But the fact they actually did that, there was no CGI. Because I remember growing up watching this film and I remember watching that scene and going, all right, that's kind of cool. And, you know, watching it for the rest of Spider-Man. But if I knew how much effort went behind that, I would have been like standing ovation at that. Surely like, you could have just got some like string to like put on each of the bits of food to like get it to stand up quicker. After the 20th take, you're already like, oh, okay, try again. To do it well over a hundred times, that's baffling. Why what like why go through that? I think the real question as well though is how did they get the food up in the air? Like did they have a guy climbing a ladder just dropping all that food? Or did they throw it up in the air? They should have filmed it in reverse. You know, it's just exactly the same scene, but all of the dialogue is just warped. Wow, look, it's Spider-Man. One of his powers is making people talk backwards <laughs> and walk backwards, apparently. Just like the Bolivian tree spider or something. I don't even know if that, that's a thing. I don't know. I'm thinking of like an obscure spider or something. Yeah, that's got a power of backwards speech, like Twin Peaks spider. The Brazilian wandering spider. It causes swelling, nausea, walking backwards, and an erection that lasts for five hours. Did you just Google that? <laughs> Well, three of those things are correct. Do remember I'm running the trivia episode. <laughs> You'll get your turn next week. I'm hijacking. <laughs> look at me, look at me. This is my podcast now. Okay, you ready for question two? Yeah. Question two. We all know the infamous Morbius film, but did you know that he was supposed to be one of the main villains of Spider-Man 3 before the studio executives demanded that Raimi should use Venom instead. False. Why do you think it's false? I feel like Morbius was too anonymous of a villain. That doesn't seem like something they would do. Like They were all about the big villains of Spider-Man. Like Green Goblin and Doc Ock were such big villains in Spider-Man. I feel like Venom makes much more sense than Morbius does. What I will say as devil's advocate is if you look at the games 
And obviously the games aren't like a huge benchmark of villains, but the movie games did include like a lot of sides villains. So like in the first one, they had Scorpion, Shocker. And would you believe that genuinely in the Spider-Man 3 video game, they actually did have Morbius as one of like the side quests. Okay. You're trying to sway me to what? I don't know if you're trying to sway me into getting the wrong answer or if you're trying to like help me out here. It's tricky. So I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to say it's false. You sure about that? Yes. Positive? Yes. 100%? Yes. You're right. It's false. Okay. (laughs) You bastard. You're a menace. What I will say is though, Morbius actually was in the Spider-Man 3 game. Okay. That wasn't a lie. That was actually true. Yeah. I I mean, I don't have any reason to not believe that. It didn't feel like it made sense for the movie. They probably had Venom pretty well cemented. Topher Grace. They were like, we need Topher Grace to be in this movie. He got to be Venom. Topher Grace probably would have been a better Morbius, to be honest, than he was Venom. Because they kept peeling back his face, his Venom face. And you're like, why? Why could you do yeah. this? But he wouldn't have been any worse as Morbius than Jared Leto, so... Did he not walk around with a cane or something as part of his quote-unquote method acting? I don't know, but he's really weird like that. I would very much believe that was the case. Jared Leto is a strange, strange man. If you are listening to this Jared Leto, then... Subscribe to the Patreon. First, subscribe to the Patreon, and second of all, I have fled the country. I'm currently in Mexico. No, you fool. He has a cult in Mexico. <laughs> True? Yeah, no, well done. That's two in a row so far, so... Okay, deep breaths, deep breaths. This next one, I don't know how you're going to get on with this one. So question three. In the 90s, it was reported that Michael Jackson wanted to buy Marvel so he could produce and potentially star in a Spider-Man film. This sounds believable, given what I know about Michael Jackson and given how cheap Marvel was going for at the time, because they were really broke but then there's also some like meta meta gaming i've got i've got going on here i'm like he wouldn't do true false true that doesn't seem like something that he would do oh i'm caught between a rock and a hard place there i'm gonna go true i'm gonna say yes michael jackson did intend to buy marvel you sure that is my final answer hate to say it but it's false no i'm only kidding that's true (laughs) 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 i meant to do that (laughs) i called your bluff so i made another bluff There was a lot of death note-isms going on there. I was thinking more Jojo. Or Jojo too. I anticipated that you would do this, and so I did this. Yeah, that, this is the one that really took me off guard, I have to say, when I read about this, because I was looking up obscure facts about Marvel and Spider-Man and everything, and I was like, how? Obviously, as you said, Marvel were in a pretty poor place in the 90s, and they were selling off a lot of their assets, like Spider-Man, obviously, X-Men and things like that, Fantastic Four. So the fact that Michael Jackson actually wanted to star as Spider-Man I don't know I can well would he would he have starred as Spider-Man or did he just want to be in it no he wanted to be Spider-Man oh, okay yeah that makes sense again given what I know of him I can't imagine obviously because we've grown up with several iterations of Spider-Man now but I can't imagine Michael Jackson as Spider-Man somehow I can just imagine like swinging through New York just hearing like hee hee well just the golden gloves or not golden but the sparkle gloves that goes by I wonder who this Spider-Man is and just like the little like sideways hat that he wears now this is a side tangent but see if they made a Spider-Man film with Michael Jackson but they did it the same way they made his moonwalk or 
what's that called? Moonwalker. That was it. Yeah, it was Moonwalker, which, funny enough, it's an arcade game as well. But yeah, basically the whole plot of that film is nonsensical. It's just like a lot of music videos put together. But I wonder if he did that, but just with Spider-Man. I would watch it, but with trepidation. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that ever became a thing, but oh god. Speaking of multiverses that we are trying to run away with, question four. To get ready for his role as Spider-Man, Tom Holland jokingly said to Marvel that he should go back to school to prepare for the role of Peter Parker. Marvel took him seriously and arranged for him to do so. Now is this true or false? I think he was quite young when he first took on the role. So I think he would have he would still have been in school, I would, I would have thought. Was he not in his early 20s? Or is, is he, he in his 20s now? He's in his 20s now. I, I'm pretty sure he's like 25 now. Homecoming came out in, I think, 2016 or 2015. I don't remember now. No, I think it might have been 2017. I'm going to say that is... I'm going to say it's true. I'm going to say yes, he did. Final answer? Yes. You really think that Marvel would take time out of their busy schedule to put an actor through actual school? Yes. Yes, you're right. (laughs) He went to the Bronx School of Science, apparently. Tom Holland said that it was like a miscommunication of his... British sarcasm because he said jokingly because he's going to be playing a high school student that he should go to an American high school well I was about to say that as well that like he would have gone to a UK school growing up so it might, it might have actually have been beneficial for him to see what American high school is like because I'm pretty sure he quoted in one of his interviews that he turned around to one of his classmates and one of the classmates was like what's your deal and he turned around and they said well don't tell anyone but I'm Spider-Man she just didn't believe him for obvious reasons you know can you imagine if you like enrolled in a class and then the guy beside you is like saying I'm Spider-Man you would freak the hell out you'd be like okay let's get this class over I'm gonna run to my car yeah I I was really surprised at that but I mean props to Marvel though for actually sending them to a school and everything good call or I say good call for us but not so much for him (laughs) I would imagine yeah I don't want to go I don't want to go back to school personally so that doesn't sound particularly fun i'm sure it would have been uh, an interesting perspective having gone to a uk school does it say how long he was at the american school for so i'm looking at the article here just to double check my facts holland attended the high school undercover for three days i assume the school were aware of it i would hope the school was like i hope this is more of like a kindergarten cop situation where it's like the school are in on for the staff and the students aren't so i've got a quote here from tom holland himself so he talks about like as a joke he suggested to marvel that he should go to american school but because of his british sarcasm that he didn't really get him so he was saying it's like quite a prestigious school it's like a school of genius kids and he says even the teachers didn't know that i was not a real student so they would bring me up to the front of the class and be like what do you think new kid and i'd be like i've no idea what you're talking about and this is the one i was telling you about there he says i had one funny experience i was sat down in the back of a classroom next to quite a pretty girl and she was like so dude what's your deal man i was like well do you want to know my secret i'm spider-man she was like dude you're not spider-man you're nuts i'd be interested to know uh, her reaction and if they still talk now i wonder if he made any friends during those three days maybe it's just like speedrun any percent making friends while undercover <laughs> So, you ready for the next one? Go for it. Due to an injury on the set of Seabiscuit in 2003, 
Toby Ma- I'm sorry, that's that 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 was just funny. Shall I start again? <laughs> no, no. Continue. I hope it wasn't Seabiscuit that had the injury. Oh well you'll find out soon. Due to an injury on the set of Seabiscuit in 2003, Toby Maguire was going to be replaced by Jake Gyllenhaal for Spider-Man 2 in 2004. However, he thankfully recovered from his injuries, so he was able to take part in filming. Now is this true or false? That does sound like something that could happen. It's interesting that Jake Gyllenhaal is later in a Spider-Man movie. I'm going to say false. I don't think this happened. Hmm. Final answer? Yes. False. Would you believe it's surprisingly true? Oh, that is very interesting. Obviously, I didn't know that fact got it wrong, but that's quite surprising to hear about Tobey Maguire's injury and that they were considering replacing him. Do you know what the ironic thing is? I've just realized this. You know, there's all the jokes in Spider-Man 2 when he goes, I back! <laughs> Was that a reference to Seabiscuit? <laughs> yeah, I wonder. So did he just like fall off the horse during the filming of Seabiscuit? I'm not too sure. It just says because of a back injury. They were really into making movies about horses during that time. Do you remember there was Hidalgo as well that came out at a similar time, I think. Vigo Mortensen, where he was riding horses through um, the Middle East. Oh, uh, yeah. Seemed to be like the golden era of superhero films and horse films. <laughs> When Hollywood finally figures out how to make the two uh, click, then that'll be a, a $3 billion film right there. We're waiting for the HCU, the horse cinematic universe. Seabiscuit, Black Beauty, Hidalgo, that one horse from Lord of the Rings that Viggo Mortensen likes. Just the horse from Spirit comes out and says... <laughs> Jumps over a canyon and then uh, and then like Nick Fury's on the side. We've been trying to reach you. You're a hard horse to track down. You know, low-key, I would watch that. <laughs> It's like a car crash. I just, I can't look away. But yeah, no, that was a really surprising one because it's quite interesting that, as you said, he came back for Far From Home as a villain. And he is a great actor, don't get me wrong, but it would have been weird to see Tobey Maguire go from the first film and then suddenly Jake Gyllenhaal for the second, but kind of glad that it wasn't too bad for him. Okay, question six. You ready? Yeah, need to redeem myself from that last question. Okay, question six, and this time we're moving on to the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. Oh lord. There were plans to incorporate Ghost Rider into the Amazing Spider-Man 3, with Nicolas Cage reprising his role. The plot would involve Ghost Rider helping Peter cope through the loss of Gwen Stacy and having to stop the villain Mephisto from returning. However, after the poor reception of both the Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Ghost Ghost Rider 2, the plans were promptly scrapped. No, they were setting up other villains and other things going on in Amazing Spider-Man 3 at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. There's no way they were going to introduce Ghost Rider. I cannot believe that would be true. I'm going to go false. This is one of the ones I'm most confident about. This is false. Oh, you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you would be right. That is indeed false. I was kind of like... Oh, I could believe that Ghost Rider was going to be in this movie. I know they were keen on Ghost Rider for a bit, and I was like, wait, no, no, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> See, if you were like a Ghost Rider aficionado, you would realise that in Ghost Rider 2, he actually beats up Mephisto, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I saw the first one, but I didn't, I didn't watch the second one. I know it's the second one where he pisses fire. Yep. Ironically enough, I am pretty sure that I saw Ghost Rider 2 in cinema, but I didn't see Ghost Rider 1. Like, at all? No, no. Not at all. I've seen bits of it, but no, I know of the character and all of that. Even played the video game. The video game was actually a lot of fun. The spiritual successor was the Nicolas Cage movie Drive Angry. Oh yeah, that's a great film. Great in the sense of you sit there 
go, oh, Nicholas Cage, you have made life choices. So, question seven. In the PlayStation 4 game Marvel Spider-Man, there was talks of incorporating other characters such as Spider-Gwen into the game to coincide with the movie Into the Spider-Verse. However, this was scrapped early in development as, during testing, the developers encountered what they jokingly called the Goblin Glitch, where Gwen would suffer fall damage due to the way the model was coded. True or false? I should point out as well that both Into the Spider-Verse and this game both came out in 2018. The video game questions are always so hard for me, again, because I didn't play them. And I'm not like a huge video game person. I could believe that was a thing, but I'm going to say that's false. Why are you thinking false? I feel like I would have heard about this. I don't I don't think I've ever heard anything along these lines, but like it could so easily be true because it's just one of those kind of weird things. And Spider-Gwen was quite popular around that time. So I feel like they would. I'm surprised they haven't introduced her into more stuff than they have because I know I know she is very popular. There's that dreadful Spider-Man is Amazing Friends minis thing that's on Disney Plus that my uh, nieces are very into, but my brother reports that they're not good at all. And she, she's quite prominent in that, I think. I'm going to say false. I, I don't think that was true. Are you sure? Yes. Positive? Yeah. Positively sure? Yes. It's false. Yeah. Okay. There was no Goblin Glitch, but yeah, probably would be insensitive if they called it the Goblin Glitch, to be honest. Why is that? Well, Spider-Gwen. Gwen Stacy. Oh, because she dies from the Goblin, right? Gotcha. See, to be honest, I thought that would be your reasoning for saying this was false. I didn't even put two and two together. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't couldn't <laughs> I didn't remember that Gwen died because of the Goblin. I just thought it was just malpractice from Spider-Man. Just dropped her. Oops. <laughs> Slippery. We all have choices to make Spider-Man. Now choose. Everybody gets one. She already had one. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Because in the Spider-Man game, obviously the main character in Marvel Spider-Man is Peter Parker himself. And they brought out, I don't even know what you would call it. It's not DLC, but it's not like a full game either. I don't know if it's just like a expansion if that makes sense, where they brought out a Miles Morales game. Yeah, I think it does. it is its own game from what I know, because you do buy it separately. But yeah, I think it's quite short. There's going to be an official second uh, game coming out not too distant future, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. So there is one in the works. I know on the state would be the only reason that I would ever get a PlayStation 5. And I mean that wholeheartedly. If that came out and it was as good as the first one, then I would seriously consider it. There's a few games that are like PlayStation exclusives. I'd be willing to get the PlayStation 4. And I think that would probably would be one of them. I'm quite keen to, to check those out. I said this at the beginning, but I definitely would wholeheartedly recommend Marvel Spider-Man because it's out, I think, last year or the year before. It got released as like a remastered version on the PC. And I'm actually really surprised it's not been released for Xbox, to be honest, because whenever I play it on the PC, I always use the Xbox controller, so it doesn't really seem like that far of a leap to just put it on Game Pass. Or I think it's more of a case of Sony not wanting to share their toys, share their yeah, share their toys that they have that kind of exclusive that they want to kind of keep to themselves. Imagine Sony being territorial. Okay, so ready for question eight? Yeah, give it to me. Number eight, we are going back to the year 1984. In the 1984 summer olympics located in america spider-man was said to have been a contender 
for the mascot of the games. However, they swiftly rejected the idea as they didn't believe that the general public would support having a superhero as their Olympic mascot. True or false? Okay, so the 1984 games, if it was in America, then if I remember correctly, there was a Los Angeles Olympic Games. I don't remember, I don't remember that being in the 1984, to be honest, so that automatically is making me consider everything. But like, Spider-Man is so New York focused that it wouldn't even make sense for the LA Olympics to have Spider-Man as the mascot. God, that doesn't really make sense. So based on that, I'm going to say false. Final answer? Yes. You are correct. It is indeed false. Do you know who the mascot was? Sam the Eagle. Or sorry, Sam the Olympic Eagle, I should say. His full Christian name. They used a Muppet. That's what it looks like, yeah. It's no Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I think because the, the whole Uncle Sam thing, which is why Sam the Eagle from the Muppets was a thing. So I'm kind of like, it seems weird that there's another Sam the Eagle that isn't him. It was to then use Uncle Ben instead of Uncle Sam. That would have been a bit awkward. Like a stray uh, shot put just whacks Uncle Ben. I'm just thinking more, you know how you get the guy with the gun for the... The relay. The relay, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, on your mark, it's said, go. And you just hear the thud and it's like, Uncle Ben, no! And that's when Spider-Man was created. Nah, I'm only joking. I think Spider-Man was the 60s if I remember correctly yeah I think Steve Ditko created him in the 60s yeah late 60s amazing to think how he's still around now speaking of weird and wonderful facts are you ready for the next one well, are we on uh, number 10 now nope we are on number 9 oh okay I think I've still I've still only got one wrong is that is that correct yep you got the Jake Gyllenhaal one wrong which to be fair I didn't know that either so you're actually doing absolutely fantastic if I'm honest 7 out of 8 so far yeah 7 out of Okay. Next one, we're going back to the video game realm. In the 2002 Spider-Man game, there are several cheat codes. However, if a player typed in Girl Next Door, then they would be able to play as Mary Jane Watson. Now, is that true or false? I did know that there are cheat codes. Pretty sure there are cheat codes in Spider-Man. And that does seem like the kind of thing they would do. I've never seen it, though. I feel like I would have heard about it, but just because it seems like the kind of thing they would do, I'm going to say that's true. Do you want to know a fun fact about this as well? You can actually play as the Green Goblin in this game. I think I did know that. I think I had heard that one. Mary Jane one I don't think I've heard of, but based on what I knew about other characters, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Final answer? True? Yes. Would you believe it is true, but with a very strange skin for it? It's not the weirdest thing, it's not anything seedy or anything, but do you remember the scene where Mary Jane is wearing the kind of red dress? Oh, right, yeah. They decided to give Spider-Man that outfit. Wait, the red dress she wears in the first one, like the oriental kind of dress? The East Asian dress, I should say. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, that's the one. The exact one. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. She has that dress on and obviously it's the face but because Spider-Man doesn't move his mouth and they've obviously just put Mary Jane's like head on top of Spider-Man's body it's like obviously he's talking but it's as if he's just like wearing a mask of Mary Jane it is one of the weirdest things ever that was the one that had like Shocker Vulture Scorpion those kind of things yeah I remember it being very well regarded there's a lot of nostalgia for that game so I'm pretty sure I think people liked it no I remember liking it but at the same time time i wouldn't say oh it was amazing or like i would say marvel spider-man by far i know i've kind of gushed about it all episodes but that would definitely be in my top 10 but 2002 spider-man nostalgic top 10 top 10 spider-man games or top 10 games in general no games in general <laughs> i was gonna say i was like how many spider-man games have you played oh, more than i care to admit that's all i'm saying <laughs> 
You are eight out of nine so far, and we have one more question left. So are you ready? All right, here we go. So number 10, final question. And if you are playing along at home, please let us know how you got on, because I would be so curious to see what you've got. So number 10, in the comics, and yes, this is the only comic-based question, in the comics, Peter adopted a stray dog and decided to call it Sandwich. However, when Aunt May found out, she forced Peter to get rid of it. True or false? It's very weird. Like, there's not really much logic that could be kind of applied to you in my decision. It does seem like the kind of thing that could happen in a comic book. Like, it's a pretty kind of lame story of just, like, getting a dog for a bit, then being told you can't have it. Especially for Spider-Man. I mean, can you imagine Superman with that? <laughs> can I keep this dog? No! Well, I mean, Crypto exists. Yeah, but that's, like, Superman's dog. That wasn't, like, when he was growing up. Although, to be fair, in the case of Superman, if his foster mum and dad said no, like, what could they feel? do to stop him. Also, going back to Crypto, I know very little about this, so I'm curious. Is Crypto from Krypton? Why does Crypto have these powers? Does Krypton have dogs that look exactly like ours? It's an alien planet. Or like, is it a uh, Earth dog that has powers? Because like, it can fly and fire lasers. Like, it has a lot of the powers that Superman has. can't believe my internet search history has the phrase, is Crypto from Earth now? No, it's a canine-like species from the planet Krypton. Okay, so it's just like a Krypton dog. Yeah, Crypt dog, as it were. Also, you've called your dog your planet name minus one letter. Here's my dog, Er, Er, Ert. This is my dog, Ert. Ert. <laughs> Bernie and Ert. <laughs> but sorry, go back to Spider-Man. Oh yeah, that's what this was about. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Superman months next month. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it's stupid. It's something that would happen in comics. I bet it's true. Mm, you sure? Yes. Final answer? Yes. Super duper sure. Super dog sure. Have you got a moral obligation to call this answer true? With great questions come very responsible answers. Something along those lines. Just tell me the answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That's true. Yay! Apparently, and you're completely right, it's a very lame storyline. So in the comics, Peter finds a stray dog in an alleyway and he called it Sandwich because he fed it a sandwich. I think he's meant to be a teenager at this point. I'd hope so. (laughs) Yeah, I know you would. But apparently, because he was still living with Aunt May, she finds out and she calls Animal Control or something like that and they take the dog away. So I was trying to look up like my sources for this and the only issue that Sandwich actually appears is in The Amazing Spider-Man. It says volume 4 issue 25 which I know seems very specific but I had to really hunt for this one because I was like I wonder if there is a spider dog but then of course I looked it up and I was like huh neat. Yeah so it's canon. There's a dog called Sandwich in the Spider-Man universe. Well in that Hawkeye show they had a dog that was called like Pizza Dog or something. Yeah no I actually can't justify that. That's silly as well. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, but in the lore, you don't understand. In the Hawkeye cinematic universe. So, tallying up your score, you have got 9 out of 10 for your very first trivia episode, so well done. Thank you, yeah. I think I did a lot better than I expected, so that's that's a relief. I was very close to getting that 10 out of 10, so I'm disappointed to miss out on that one. I won't forgive myself for getting that sea biscuit question wrong. Yeah, to be fair, there was a lot of questions in this list that even I would have been tripped up with. Definitely for, again, the sea biscuit one. Maybe the Olympics one. I actually didn't even know they hosted the Olympics that year. Yeah, well, the one the one thing about the Olympics was is I wasn't sure what year LA hosted it, so I don't know if you were tricking me with that or not. And then I was like, no, like Spider Man just wouldn't be the mascot. That just doesn't make any sense. I mean, 
they could well have been optioned and they said hey what about spider-man they were like no you moron he's in new york damn it back to the drawing board and the drawing board just has like three names this is like spider-man peter parker spider-man superman crypto <laughs> crypto the super dog sandwich the dog <laughs> Fun fact, I think that was 2017 as well. I could be totally wrong in that, but... I mean, about Sandwich. Oh, that comic book was? Yeah. No, it was quite a recent one. That surprises me. Relatively so, yeah. And yeah, the Michael Jackson one, I probably... I I never would have gotten that one. That really surprised me. But yeah, congratulations on getting 9 out of 10. That is actually fantastic. Or should I say amazing? Uh Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was really fun. I enjoyed going through the uh, weird and wacky uh, world of Spider-Man. For all those lovely listeners who have stuck with us on this episode let us know how you got on did you get 10 out of 10 did you get maybe 5 out of 10 please let us know we would love to hear how you got on and actually we'd also love to hear what facts you actually knew about and ones that might have surprised you from this list because I get the feeling there'll be a couple of diehard fans who'll know all of this but there'll be some people going Michael Jackson really so if you want to get in contact please contact us via the Chats and Army website podpage.com forward slash Chats and Army and before we sign off Andrew where can these lovely listeners find your content uh, these lovely listeners can find me on Twitter at Greenshield95 I'm sometimes on Twitch also at Greenshield95 and yeah I'm just on the Chatsunami podcast uh, whenever I'm able to come on or wherever I can get invited to come on I'm very happy to have been working on Spider-Man month this month and hopefully more episodes to come where can the fine listeners uh, find you well if they want to listen to more of the Chatsunami content they can of course check us out on the website podpage.com forward slash chatsunami but they can also catch us on any podcast apps such as spotify itunes and really whatever one you use so if you're looking through your podcast app you think oh i don't know what to listen to look up the name chatsunami and you will indeed find us there before we sign off thank you so much andrew for yeah enduring spider-man month for the first month of 2023 it's been a fun month I have to say. Yeah, it's been, re- it's been really fun to revisit these these films and, and chat about them with you. And hopefully the listeners have enjoyed what we've had to say. Yeah, as I said, I'm excited for whatever themed month we have coming up next and the kind of general content we have to come as well. Oh, it's going to be great. But until then, thank you so, so much for listening. As always, stay safe, stay awesome. And most importantly, bring us pictures of Spider-Man. Hey everyone, Satsunami here, just to let you know that we've officially launched a Patreon page. If you want to catch exclusive content from ourselves, as well as early access to future episodes, then please go to patreon.com forward slash Chatsunami. We also want to thank our two Pandalorian patrons, Battle Toaster and Sonya. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated.